Welcome to episode 11 of the I've Got Nothing podcast. This is Brian Smith and Joel Taylor. And tonight we do a couple different things. We spend a little bit of time trying to set up something new for you guys. So more information on that coming in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. We talk about Walking Dead, of course. There was a great episode this week. Lots of cool stuff happening. And Brian thinks that the last three episodes of this season is going to go nowhere. Yep. Uh, we explain why trampoline is the best toy of all time. I don't think that it's a toy. I think that something like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles qualifies more as a toy than a trampoline with no fence brand or padding on it. Yeah, and we may or may not always play an episode of Strongman emails at the end of these things. You guys are welcome for that. So, you guys listen, enjoy, see you soon. So my question would be, do we... No, let's not say anything. Let's not say anything to our adoring fans about our uh, interesting new endeavor. I don't want to be here anyway, so <laughs> good luck to them. Snap. <laughs> I don't understand. Nope. <laughs> that was brutal. All right, so anyway, welcome everybody to I've Got Nothing. You want to do your part? We're not even doing we don't, that yet. No, that's not until the end. What are we doing? I was, just, I was saying we should tease the listeners, like give them a hook, like, hey, something cool is coming. Um, no. That's that's the beauty of this. <laughs> is there is no startup. Hey, I can put my glasses on now you, because you can see. I can see, see. Tell the people why why we can uh well I can see now, Brian. Because he put his glasses on. Um, well, so, tell the people why I have. Like, no, I want to. I want it to be a. That's a. It's a. Uh, always leave people want more. FYI, ladies and gentlemen, Rebecca Meredith, if you happen to listen to one of these again, Enoch, <laughs> because I know you now. Frequently listen. Sarah? No, she doesn't listen. listen at all. My dog's scratching at the door. I got a booger. Okay. Listen, <laughs> something amazing <laughs> is coming for the fans of the I've Got Nothing podcast. Uh, you have to wait till next week to find out what it is. So, Did you say you got to tune in next week to find out what it is? So you got to come back next week to find out what it is. All right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. All this right. is a good hanger. All right. So, Are you talking about Did you get that booger? Did I? <laughs> You can see. Well, I just wanted to. I can't tell. I just wanted to utilize you saying hanger. So. <laughs> All right. So, how was your week? Good week. That's what this is. We just talked about how our week was. It was great. Oh, uh, average. We gotta talk about dead man. That's what I'm saying. I just hop right into it. All right. So, I got an article up on Io9. Are you familiar with Io9? Io9 is great. It's part of the whole Gawker um, web pages. Mm. Gizmodo. Yeah. Lifehacker. All those skills. Lifehackers are letting me down, man. Yeah. Li- no. Lifehackers. Great, Gizmodo's been letting me down, so I'm going to other places for my tech news. All right, so io9 has a article up saying nothing happened on The Walking Dead, and here's why that's awesome. What did you think? Because I had to read this article to go back and get points on what happened. A lot happened in that episode to me. I thought it was much better than the week before. Oh, yeah, 100 times better than the week before. And so... I think, yeah, you texted me if I still thought Bob was going to die. That was a sweet intro for Bob. I thought it was well, because this whole time I've been thinking, all right, a Bob's wuss. a spy. No, I thought Bob was a spy for the governor. Yeah. And he was the one feeding rats to the, to the walkers and all that other kind of stuff. So I definitely hadn't painted Bob in a, a great light for sure. But um, no, that was a great intro for Bob. I think how, I like how they established his backstory and it actually made me like him, you know, a lot more just, you know, being a victim of being with multiple groups and all those always deteriorating and, and not working out. So. How is he the only one who survives, though? Because he's a wuss. I don't think he's a wuss. He's like a doctor by trade, right? Is he? I, I think he's he a doctor. He's drunk by trade. He is. 
<laughs> Brian is the least forgiving person ever. This is a fictional character, and he's like grasping at this man's like inner demons. It's like, uh, no, he's a drunk. I will say, for my part, like my what what would I what caught me off? Like what took me out of the, the show for a second was he gets bit by the walker, and I was like, yay, Bob's dead. Not yay, but like there you go, Bob said. We all knew it was coming. <laughs> And they check him. He's like, it's okay. It just got the bandage. It just got the bandage. That's weird. Like, okay. How does that make any sense? Well, that's one of those things like, all right, I have my cell phone in my jacket pocket. And it stops a bullet. Kind and of. it stops a bullet. But here's what, this is what I just need to – I don't understand. I assume the zombiness of the zombie bite is transferred in some sort of liquid. It's the saliva. Right? Yeah. So you got an open wound with a bandage on it and a sloppy saliva-ridden zombie <laughs> bites the bandage. Maybe the zombie had dry mouth, Brian. Doesn't matter He's if been the, walking around all day. It's hot. Doesn't matter if the teeth pierce the bandage, which I don't understand because it can pierce clothing and rip flesh and bones apart. It rips flesh really easily. It does. There's some things in Walking Dead I have, I almost have issues with it, but okay. One, the zombies, yes, when they bite people... It rips through flesh like really easy. Yeah. And two, heaven when, forbid, a gauze that we found <laughs> from a veterinarian school. And two, whenever people do headshot kills, heads explode really easily. So is it just like a thing of the deterioration of the? I th- I've always assumed that was part of a zombie, of like the zombie genre. All right, so like a, you just died, a zombie just bit you. Part You've of been dead for twenty minutes. You start turning. Yeah. Your head's gonna explode just like a zombie that's been dead you, for. Yeah, I, I'm like honestly, that's part of, right. That's part of the deal that the zombies' heads have become weaker, because you can't just we can't like grab a stick off the ground and stick it in the middle of a person's forehead. But they're doing that. Though. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, so like they're got chopsticks and they're just like yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're just taking people out. I'm like no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I've, skull's a lot heavier than that. Like your your skull's solid. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I can't just take. Maggie had like a road sign. <laughs> that was sick. That was pretty. All right, we'll, we'll get to that. That looked like a video right, game. So, getting back on track. So, we start the episode off with Bob, and they get into Bob's backstory and how Glenn and Daryl, I guess they're making a run. They meet Bob, and they ask him the three like important questions or whatever, you know, that they set up. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many people have you killed? How many walkers have you killed? You know, why? All how many them. humans have you How many people have you killed? Yeah. Two. It's because they asked me to. And so... And then... Which, let me ask you this. I thought that meant that he was a coward. When he said one? I thought he killed two people. Did he? It doesn't matter. I know one of them was because she asked me to or something like that. Yeah, so what I, what I read, what I heard in that was I made a suicide pact with someone and I shot them and then I was supposed to shoot myself but I couldn't do it. Sorry, I was drinking my Red Bull. It gives me wings. What made you think that? That's that just, it was a suicide pact? That, you didn't think that at all? No. That's what I heard. That's what I envisioned the backstory was. What I heard was somebody was like, I'd rather die than than do this. So just I thought it was like out. a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing where Romeo just didn't drink the poison. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It's like Well she's dead, we're not gonna do anyway. <laughs> From space balls. But um alright, so after a whole Bob thing, we go through the intro, whatever, so we never did a play by play of Walking Dead before. Whatever. And then we cut to Sasha, Maggie, and Bob um, in this fog or whatever. And that was kind of the, the trailer that we got last week. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And um, they're killing zombies without really being able to see them. So they're kind of like in a panic mode for that. So, But um, I guess we got a little bit of Sasha's. We didn't really get backstory, but we got to see a little bit more of her character. 
She reminds me a lot of Carol. Sasha? Sasha, absolutely. I don't see it. She's like, we got to do the best thing that's possible. She told her Bob, like, you know, face it, Glenn's most likely dead. We got to move on. Let's get to higher ground. Let's find somewhere to set up shop. Yeah. She was the one, excuse me, I burped. She was the one that, you know, was like, you guys go ahead. I'm going off on my own. And, you know, I'll just take my chances. When obviously, it's much better to be in a group. Always. You know. Yeah, I agree. And I that think, was Bob's logic. But I think Sasha's a lot like Carol. Like, let's just do whatever is necessary to survive. Survival is, like, the biggest thing. Where Bob's like, no, we're going to live. I'm sad that... that uh, on a side note, I'm sad... I'm more sad now that Herschel's dead. Because Herschel fought against that survival is the only thing that matters mentality. Yeah, you know, so Herschel was like, I want to live. Yeah. I don't want her to survive or whatever, so... What, it, what, was it, what was the whole thing? It's like, this is what keeps us breathing. Like, the prison is what keeps us breathing. Yeah. You know, our family is what keeps us alive or something like that. And I was like, man, it's wise. It's some wise stuff. No, I don't think Sasha's like that at all, though. Mm-hmm. I do think she's in that whole, like, survival mode, but I think it's not... I don't think it's because she's like Carol, and Carol is just, I'm going to live however I can live. I think Sasha... I don't know what the... They haven't been clear about the relationship with her and her brother, to me. But I think it's her whole thing is she doesn't want to accept the fact... That he's dead. That he's dead. And so the way she does it is just by acting like he's never existed. Yeah, so I think I Maggie's Maggie's uh, like determination to go find Glenn yeah. is like eating at her. Speaking of that determination that Maggie has to find Glenn, how about her gutting zombies or whatever, like writing in blood... Glenn go to Terminus. Yeah. That's pretty... This sounds like a very common sense... There should be notes everywhere. There should be notes everywhere. I agree with that. Like, you don't have any kind of communication now. So what better way of doing that than it's disgusting and whatever. But I think all that stuff goes out the window when you got nothing and you're fighting for survival every day. So... Do you, take, what, I, don't, I don't know the stories. And they're, they're, the comics are not finished. And I don't think they ever will. No, he's, like Robert Kirkman is still working on all those. There's no resolution, I think. I think I've no. heard him say that he has no resolution in playing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I listened to a podcast he was on with Nerdist, uh, yeah. Chris Hardwick, the other day, Monday. And he was talking about, he's like, when I run out of ideas, that's when aliens will show up. Yeah. So, like, Rick will, like, meet aliens. And I think he actually did a comic. Because somebody said, you know, what happens when you get episode 70 or issue 73 and it jumps a shark or something like that. So he actually got to that and made this fake comic. I may be quoting the Roman. Um, oh, that would be amazing. But he like, Rick wakes up and like aliens are coming or something <laughs> like that or whatever. Now there's aliens and zombies. <laughs> what? Yeah. But, like, Ghost pirates. <laughs> what? Yeah. But um, yeah, so that'd be kind of cool. No, uh, Robert Kirkman, the creator of Walking Dead is still... Um, working on the comics and everything. So he's pretty closely tied to the TV show. Well, here's my question. What do you think... My whole water-based solution sounds very viable to me. So, like, how possible is it that the people on Hawaii or Guam are totally fine? Like, power, communications... Not possible at all. Why? Air travel. How is all these things spread? Air travel. Yeah. You saw World War Z. How did that stuff happen? Air travel. We can't cross the, the movies. We gotta stay in one universe because they we'll stay in one universe. But still, I mean, just think about it. Even like today in the, the quote unquote real world that I'm doing right now, people travel and diseases and all that kind of stuff travel from people flying on airplanes and saying, "Oh, I'm not sick. Let me just hop on a jet and go to Hawaii." Yeah, yeah. So it's, yes, it's not surprising that. But I'm saying like, there's got to be some place. <laughs> you know what I mean? What if it was this was like the Truman Show, and only George is affected right now? 
And like people in Tennessee are like, well, <laughs> you know, I hate it for those guys. That would kind of be an amazing idea. No, that would be horrible. No. If they just quarantined off like the rest of the world. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Like, I'm not saying, Joel, let's go <laughs> take an entire state of people and torture them for the amusement of everyone else. Um, you know what we should talk about? Have you have you seen the trend of reality TV shows? Like, reality TV is trying to make a comeback, I think, in like popularity. And the way they're doing it is by making everyone naked in the shows. Have you seen this? No. There's I saw there's, a t- there's one coming out called Naked Dating, and it's a dating show, and everyone's naked the whole time, right off the bat. And there's one called uh, like Naked Survival, and it's a competition. One guy, one girl, they put them on the middle of the wilderness. They have no food, no clothes, no lodging, and they have to survive or something. That sounds horrible. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> so stupid. That's a horrible premise for it. What I'm saying show. is if you wrote a story... About yeah. like that, a Truman Show meets Walking Dead. Yeah, it would be an interesting take. It'd be one of the who are the real monsters. It would be too much like Lost, though, Brian. Like, or it'd be like Cabin in the Woods. I never saw Cabin in the Woods. Don't ruin it for me. I hear there's a big twist in that. I guess they're all being filmed, kind of deal, or whatever. Go ahead and ruin it for me. I think I just kind of did. Yeah, you did. All I'm right. sorry. I assumed. I haven't seen it. I, I hear it's really good though. Yeah, it is. It has Thor in it, right? Yes. Chris Helmsworth is that? His name? I mean, it's a good movie. It's not like a movie. Is it scary or is it just like no? It's not supposed to be scary. Okay. It's uh, I'm trying to think of something else that's like it. Like it's, it's worth seeing and appreciating it. It's not that kind of movie that I'm like this movie reaches into my soul. You know, it's just you know it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a kung fu panda. It's a kung fu panda. Like a movie that I would watch if it, if I was on TV and I'm like oh kung fu panda oh cat in the woods yeah kung fu panda is good. All right. So what were we talking about? Walking Dead. Walking Dead. All right. So. After, yeah, we talked about Sasha a little bit. We talked about Maggie and Maggie writing in Zombie Blood, telling Glenn to, yeah. to go to Terminus. I, was, I really thought, because didn't that, like, towards the end of that episode, Glenn, like, comes up to a spot. He sees the sign for Terminus. Yeah. Curious, though, he didn't have any of his crew with him. Did you notice that? Yeah, I just assumed they were walking behind him. Yeah, I guess it's safe to assume that. I mean, they got to get rid of the guy with the mullet or explain <laughs> him a little bit better. The scientists. I'm doing air quotes here for all of our viewers. All right. But that wasn't a sign that said that had Maggie's note on it, though. No, no, no. It didn't. He didn't see the sign that had Maggie's note, but I thought he was going to see that. And I was going to be like, oh, great, you know. Because there's only three episodes left, so. Oh, who who picked up Daryl? I've done some research. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, you're cheating then. I am. Well, who picked up Daryl were the guys that were in the house of Rick, Michonne, and Carl. The Hunters. Is that what they're being called? The hunters? That's what the internet told me. Are they cannibals? Yes. They're cannibals. No, no. There you go. That's freaky. That is freaky, but... Could you eat zombie flesh? I don't think they're eating zombie flesh. They're eating humans. No, no, I'm saying, can you? I don't think you would want to. You're saying, if you eat it, will you turn into a zombie? Is that what you're saying? Will it harm you to eat zombie flesh? I don't see how it would be good. Like, taste-wise? Or health-wise? Would it be like eating rancid meat? It would be like eating rancid meat, yes. Because, I mean, you got to think about it. It's all deteriorated and, and whatever, so. Would you eat Would you eat a dead person? Would I eat a dead person? Not would you kill someone and eat them, but in a in a real-life scenario, yeah, would you eat a I don't think person? I could. What about you? I think I could. I don't know. It depends. You know, it dep- like, if you and I were on a, a plane <clears throat> and uh, there was six of us on a little bitty puddle hopper or something, and it crashed out in the middle of nowhere... And Joey died, and the only chance I have ever seen my wife and kids again is eating someone Joey. I'm gonna eat Joey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I have no problem with that. Now, I wouldn't do the old sailor thing, like the maritime law where you draw lots and whoever, yeah. you know what I mean, pulls the black spot or whatever, then you kill that person and eat them. I wouldn't participate in that, yeah. but I would eat a person who had died. If he's already dead or whatever. Yeah, if I had, if you had, you know what I mean, if you had. He died it. in the plane crash. If it was, if it let's was. Let's eat Joey. If it was never seeing my, my <laughs> wife and son again. We have a show title, by the way. Go ahead. Eat Joey? We're going to eat Joey. We're going to eat Joey. <laughs> if it was that or eat, you know, I would eat a person. I would have no problem. I feel like in that, that situation. I don't think I could, and I'm going to lose my man card here because I think I would become a hunter and like I would eat rabbit, squirrel, all that kind of stuff, whatever. I have no idea how to skin an animal. I have no idea, like, how to do any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I could fish, but I don't think I'm going to have large bodies of, you know, I can't go to Lake Lanier in the zombie apocalypse and be like, do, 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 do. I'm casting here, by the way. I don't think I can yeah. I can do that, but I'm just saying, like, Daryl eating a snake two weeks ago, whatever it was. I've heard, I don't know about that. I've, I've eaten snakes before. You've eaten snakes mm-hmm. before? I've eaten alligator, too, but it was prepared in the kitchen. Yeah, I was just saying. <laughs> so. I think... I feel like I heard one time that snakes are you don't you shouldn't eat them because they're they're essentially a hundred percent intestine. It's just all oh, poop, really? like it's poop from the end to the end. Yeah, I can. see You don't that, cut so. out like the poop organs and eat the meat. But okay, all right. So say you have a katana and a long range weapon like a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. You're in the woods. Mm-hmm. All right, you're set up shopping in your house here. Deer walks in your backyard. Perfect shot. You kill it. Are you gonna? Skin that animal, drain yeah. its blood, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And feed your family to meat. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know how to do all that. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not like a pro. I'm not like. You could figure it out. You're hungry enough. You're gonna do whatever you need to do. To one. Survive. Yeah. I think that's true. You'd figure it out. That stuff kicks in. Do have I seen? I've never like field dressed a deer with a knife in the middle yeah. of you know in mean, the woods. Yeah. I know a lot of guys that do like that. That you know cut off the the legs and the meat and leave the carcass behind. When when we went hunting, we would just put it on. We would drag it to the back of the truck and take it to someone and I've seen them do it yeah um, so I think I could, that would be alright yeah I mean I'd mess up a couple times you I've seen your... Bear Grylls kill an elk or the elk was already dead he got like airlifted into a place yeah took, found this elk carcass cut up the leg ate some meat off of it like cooked the meat yeah took the bone and made like a walking stick yeah and I'm sitting there like <laughs> you know, like, all right, I got to learn how to do this because yeah. my family's going to starve. <laughs> Rebecca's a vegetarian, so I did there. Never mind. What were you going to say? I was going to talk about if it, is there an animal you wouldn't eat, but that was the very first podcast. That's my favorite story to tell. What is the animal you Why wouldn't I think eat? giraffes are magic. You don't remember the whole thing? Oh, God. Well, we're not getting into the giraffes being magic <laughs> or anything. So, All right. So, um, yeah. So, Brian and I, in uh, a next episode, will learn how to fill dress a deer. I I bet if I I bet if I called Derek, Idol, he yeah. lives like right there, and said Derek, would you come and teach us how to fill dress a deer? Let's start off with something small. Let's like get a rabbit, not like Petco rabbit or anything like that. Hi, where else are you gonna get a rabbit? I have rabbits in my backyard all the time. Lily, my dog caught one earlier this. There you go. Yeah. Well, you got a hunting dog too. It so. was she was well, it was, it was sad. <laughs> it was sad for a couple reasons because like, what do you what do you do? Like I was torn because she I mean. She was proud. She was very proud, and yeah. she brought it to us. Like yeah. she was outside, like at that door with a the little baby bunny too in her in her mouth. She was so excited, and Sarah was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> uh, and then I had to decide what to do because I like wanted her. Like she killed it. Should you she got to give her praise? Did yeah. she eat this? Like, should, did you let her eat it? I didn't. I put it in a bag and, and put it in the trash can. I think you let her eat it. I thought I feel like I should have. Yeah, it. you should let her eat it. All right, I didn't. And she, I mean, she wasn't like all like, this is mine. She like brought it to me and she was like, I yeah. caught you this. And I was like, oh. If there was a zombie apocalypse and I found a Zaxby's <laughs> and <laughs> like, yeah. 
inside that Zaxby's, they had pies or something. I don't know. They don't have chicken, obviously, or whatever. And I, like, brought it back, and Rebecca was like, no, 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 no. And put it in the bag and put it in the trash bag. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I equated Zaxby's to a dead rabbit or whatever, but anyway. All right, so let's talk more about the hunters then. All I I read online is that they are cannibals. Yeah. And I... It kind of explains some of their crazy behaviors. And I, I, were they making references about eating someone downstairs at the house? When they were at the house when Rick was underneath the bed and everything? Yeah. I can't remember. They were talking about... I read that and so I kept thinking I was hearing that. I just don't remember if I do or not. I remember them talking about raping Michelle. Yep. And so um, I can't remember if they're doing that. But I knew from the comics that these guys were coming up and everything. Um, so that being said, what do you think is going to happen with Daryl? Well, let's back up like a half a second because Daryl and Beth were getting pretty closey. First, they're in closies. You say closey. You say closey, and I. I said. What did you I say? You say closey. Oh Lord! All right, don't don't judge me, people. All right, so they're at this funeral home. They find this funeral home. Mm-hmm. One, there's somebody that's set up shop there. Yeah, who is that? Dude, drove away in a car. I got chills like thinking about this. Drove away in a car mm-hmm. after he snatched Beth. It had to be that guy. Right? Don't you think? There's whoever's like living at this place. Oh, I thought you said it had to be. The, you meant it had to be the walker. No, 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 no. I think that place is a trap. You think so? Mm-hmm. That dog was set up there totally they, as a trap. They restock it. They restock it so that people will come in and feel like they're safe and they find asylum, and then those people come out and get you. That's what I think. You think so? Yeah, it's a big human trap, and it, I don't know if it's for good people or That's bad. That's a people. good theory, actually. Right? Well, the dog part was totally a trap because I'm sitting there watching it like. Having that dog come up there, that dog's been, well, obviously he's probably been starved and everything like that mm-hmm. for not getting food, but that dog coming up to the door and then like just walking away. Yeah. If you see a human, I think the dog's going to be like, hey, help me out here. Kind that of or it would never approach you. Like it it, be, Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. everything that's coming out through him is trying to eat him. It was just too perfect. Like the setup was too perfect. Yeah. Everything, it had everything you'd want. So maybe, maybe it's the hunters and that's how they trap people. Well, why are they dressing walkers though? I, mean, I, I think it's not... It can be a trap. I think that's a really good theory. But at the same time, they're like putting makeup on walkers. You saw that, right? Yeah. I, I For some reason, I was assuming those people were dead before the... Like they were just... They were people in the process of being prepared for burial. They looked really good, though. They did. They looked real fresh. I mean, you, you only look that good yeah. a few days after, you know, you died with the makeup on and all that kind of stuff, so... Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what the deal is with that. I think... I, do you think the, the owner of the thing was the, was the one who... Here's what I'm... This is what I'm saying. I, this would be my theory. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the whole thing. All right. I think it is possible that uh, is a trap that is set up to, to, to capture and bring people in. And it, here's the thing. It, it definitely cannot be a hunter because the hunters uh, wouldn't waste the food they had. I, I mean... Honestly, I think it's it's possible, maybe probable, that this is a ploy of a governor type terminus leader. So I don't know who's running that city of terminus or uh, who's in charge, who has that much power to organize people and is confident enough to just advertise that anyone who is ready and willing can be part of this community. Um, but I would bet, since the the way the show has gone, that there's probably a little bit of creepiness or. Uh, backstabbing or behind the scenes deviousness that is happening so maybe it's the leader of the terminus and the way he, he continues to grow his city is by trapping people at his two perfect 
uh, or what was it called? Funeral home. So you think that leader is the guy that grabbed Beth and everything then? Yeah. Or, or, or just someone else. Do you know Do you know that's not a trap? Because I thought the whole time it was a trap. It felt like a trap. Yeah, it felt like a trap, right? That, my first thought was, this is a trap. Yeah. Like, you're getting trapped. But maybe are you before? Do you know that this is not a trap? I don't know. I mean, it's, you, you kind of have to take everything. It's kind of like the whole Terminus thing, them seeing the sign for Terminus. You kind of have to believe that, yeah. you know, we've got to try it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think them finding a funeral home has to be in that same thought process as well. Like, we have to go and try this at least, you know. And like Daryl said, we'll take half of this stuff and, you know, leave some of it and just take the person. And Daryl wanted to stay there, you know, so. I would have stayed there. I mean, it looked nice. You have places to sleep. So. Until about 15 walkers walked in on the door or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that was a lot to congregate at one door when Daryl opened up the door and they all come in. So, yeah, that again made it feel like it was a trap and everything. It so. was. It was weird. The whole thing was weird. Yeah, I think it was a trap. So, who knows? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't read before or after. All right, so there's three episodes left. What do you think is going to happen? Nothing, man. This is what always happens. <laughs> We're, the, Somebody big's got it, about to go. No, nothing. Nothing's going to happen. We're going to get to Terminus, and that's it. And well, we're going to have to wait for another year and a half or whatever until we see what happens again. Like this article says, though, nothing happened on The Walking Dead, and here's why that's Yeah, awesome. why does that article say it's awesome? And nothing All right, happened. let me see if I can find it. All right, so you finished while I'm looking for this. You finished telling me why you think that nothing's going to happen. That's just the history of the show. They make you wait, 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 wait long flipping break and then you come back and then wait wait and then big explosion yeah that's what happened last time it was like here's the governor he's doing all this crazy stuff he's building together a crowd of people what could possibly happen and and we have eight months of nothing and then a really boring episode and then all craziness happens and then nothing 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 yeah this guy kind of says that too or let me look and see who wrote this i want to give them proper credit rob rob all right so rob what rob said was and here's why I think this is great, meaning that um, nothing happened. It means that The Walking Dead is finally comfortable with taking its time. The show has always been okay with taking its time, but it's rarely done so effectively. In the, um, let's see. In the season at Herschel's Farm, the show had no idea how to fill this episode, so we had plots that went nowhere, constant check-ins on characters that had nothing to do to add or do. And so many people make a bizarre, supremely stupid positions to pad out the plot. Yep. That's true. That is true. All right. Here, Beth and Daryl bond and then run into unknown forces. And while you could argue that Maggie is being stupid and leaving behind Bob and Sasha, <clears throat> or Sasha is being stupid for trying to stay behind, Maggie wanted to protect her friends, and Sasha's can't process her potential loss. See? Even if both decisions are stupid, they're stupid in a way that lets us know more about their characters and the characters around them instead of completely wasting our time. Also, Sasha stayed behind for like 10 minutes or so. I really don't know if she would have, wouldn't have come to her senses almost as quickly on her own. Compare all that to pretty much anything that happened in season two and Alone comes out ahead. Alone being the name of the episode that we just watched. So Yeah, better than season two, just nothing episodes. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's true. I think the show is still trying to you know, gain his footing and all that kind of stuff. I yeah. mean, think about season one, there was a lot that was happening. So like almost every episode of season one was like, yeah, holy cow. All right. We're trying to get to the CDC. A lot's happening. Kind Here's, of here, here is the situation. There is no antagonist now. I think there is though. Well, there are, there are antagonists up for the taking. There are 
antagonists forming. Yeah, we just sure. haven't settled on who they are. It could be, and there could be three. It could be the people who got Daryl. It could be the person who's got Beth, and it could be the people at Terminus. You know sure. I mean? Or it could even be Mullet Head Doctor. Like, there's a lot of possibities for antagonists. Yes. But none of them have been. So the show just isn't moving anywhere, or it hasn't. You know what I'm saying? It's like two steps forward, and we haven't got over the. I don't. I'm mixing metaphors. Nothing substantial has happened since we came back from the prison. Uh, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> Michonne was lucky enough to find Rick. I think Tyrese was lucky enough to find Carol. Especially, like, with two little girls. And well, Carol was stalking them. Like, he didn't find them. She, she, Carol never went anywhere. Carol's been watching the whole time. Carol said that she had been watching. She got to the prison right when everything was going down. I mean, that's what she said, but she was there the whole time. You and think she, so? Oh, yeah. And she followed those little girls the whole time. You think? She, those girls have never been out of Carol's sight. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> like, 100%. Like, Ty, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tyrese didn't find her. She, she found them. Okay. That's why she didn't show up until Tyrese was gone. Oh, you think so? Because mm-hmm. you think she knew, she, or she thought that Tyrese. She wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah and that's why. So. And so that's why she was so freaked out. She was trying to avoid him the whole time. Yeah. And here she is face to face. That's a good point. So, with three episodes left, Brian doesn't think that anything is really going to happen. I think these guys that have Daryl. I think Daryl has no choice but to go with these guys and kind of fill them out and see what it is. Kind of basically be recon until he can hopefully meet up with some of his other guys but man that guy is going through a whole bunch of crap right now because he felt defeated and then like okay now I'm starting to feel something again with Beth and mm-hmm. then have Beth taken away from him yeah this, I still think I don't think anything's going to happen I think it'll be I didn't watch the previews for the next episode but I think it looked like one of those girls something happens to one of those girls because Carol's like super upset yeah so I think one of those girls would die, which would make sense. It would be one of those deaths that I hate saying this. <laughs> it's like it would make make sense for one of the little girls to die. Yeah. But um, I think it would be one of those deaths that people would be kind of upset about. But the characters are so small; it's not that big. Yeah, it would sting, but not. It would sting, but not that much. And for Maggie, I think losing Beth and her dad, but then eventually finding Glenn would be enough for that character too. So I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I think Beth is going to die. Whoever just took Beth is going to do some pretty messed up stuff and probably kill Beth. So oh, yeah. I think Beth's dead. I think Beth is a, yeah, she's a, she's, she's a red shirt. You know what I mean? She's, she's bound to go. Yeah. I still feel the same thing about Bob. I think they were planning to get rid of Bob and then they realized it wasn't going to matter enough so they tried to give us a little bit more to make his it, backstory. To make his death they, mean a little bit more. Yeah, they make they made the whole romance between him and Sasha yeah. overt. You know, it's like here's we're we're setting him up so there's a there's a cost for when he's gone. Well, there's always like a give and take in Walking Dead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like they'll take someone away from you, but you'll you'll have that other person. Like they killed off um what was Rick's wife's name, Lori, but they gave Judith. Well, no, yeah, I t- you, 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 no one cared about Lori. She was. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> Laura was a skank, so you know nobody really cared about her or anything. I mean, so. she wasn't. She's just. She thought her husband was dead, so she was really yeah. the strongest man she could. But she was just annoying. Uh, she was annoying, you, and she made bad decisions. She made bad decisions, i.e., letting Carl wander off and do whatever he yeah. wanted. So, well, cool. Um, let's see what else. Any more Walking Dead things that we can talk about? We spent 30 minutes on Walking Dead. We did spend 30 minutes. a whole episode of us talking about one episode of Walking Dead. Well, that was a good show. <laughs> I'm not saying it was. I'm yeah. telling you. That was a good episode, so. 
Um, let's see what else. Can I think of anything else? The only good thing I'd say, the only reason it would be okay that nothing happened is because hopefully it means something will happen. Do you see what I'm saying? If something significant has happened recently, we will know that the next five episodes will be nothing. Yeah. But since it's been a while, actually nothing significant, I think, has happened so far. So maybe we'll get a significant episode before this in the next three episodes. I don't know. Let's see here. In one of the musings, it says, Apparently new showrunner, Wonder King, Scott Gimple, wrote next week's episode. I assume, one, it will be good. And two, (laughs) crap goes down. That's me paraphrasing. The on the next episode preview makes it look like Carol is abandoning the less psychotic of the Carol corpse to zombies, which would be the most hardcore thing anyone on The Walking Dead has ever done. Ooh, so you what you're saying is right. She lets the sweet one go so the crazy one can live. That the sweet one, they almost set it up to like she's just too weak. She can't handle it. Yeah. Well, she's a kid, and Carol was trying to get her to stab child. her dad. Old, yeah. She's a child. I mean, and Carol's trying to get her to stab her dad in the head to, you know, kill him off and everything. But, you know, I just think it's one of those things where she's a less enough character that, and she is it a was, kid. So yeah. it was Sting. So if she, if she, but died. it's one of those things that it would say more about the, it would say more about Carol and not as much about whatever that girl's name is. We don't even know her name. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if, Carol leaves her to die. We will not mourn the loss of the girl. We will be upset at Carol's We'd be like, brutalness. There's something really messed up with Carol. Yeah. But she's out for number one kind of deal. So. No, she's not. She's just crazy. She's a psychopath. She's, she's not crazy. Yeah, she totally is. She's not. All right. Totally a sociopath. All right, so what else you got? I want to talk about the toys. You still want to talk about toys? Yeah, we'll go. We'll go I in mean, depth. not still want to talk about toys. No, this is just wait, something wait, that we're about to talk about right now. All right. What's up with toys? I just have a lot of stories that I didn't say about my my favorite BB gun and trampling toys of my childhood. Earlier, Joel and I were talking about what are your favorite toys of childhood, and I know I had some. I was talking to my mom today. I don't remember a whole lot about anything. Okay. Um, so there are huge like things apparently that happened uh, as a child that I don't remember at all happening. Okay. Um, so I probably had toys that I was like crazy about. I don't remember any of them. Um, I did. I mean, we did have. I did have Ghostbusters pack, and I had the. The thing you slide out and step on. Yeah, I had yeah. one of those. Um, but I never was like super attached. Like this is my toy. Don't don't mess these things up. So we were talking about one of our favorite toys. And growing up, mine was my number one favorite toy is easily my trampoline. Okay, which I still don't consider a toy. But what would you call it? Like if you had a go kart, I wouldn't say that's a toy. It's an outdoor recreational toy. It's a big toy. Yeah. Go kart's got mechanics. Like it's got gas and oil and. Yeah, but I mean, I see that. Uh, I don't know. I honestly, from uh, you know, at least elementary school to honestly, even up to high school, until we moved into our new house in high school, like I was all about trampoline. It was the number one source of entertainment. In How many years would you say were like the peak years of your trampoline use? <laughs> eight. <laughs> really? Yeah. Eight years. <laughs> uh, we went through two of, or three multiple trampolines. Um, and I did all kinds of stuff. So there's just some trampoline stories that I think are exciting. Um, hurricanes are frequent in my hometown. It's a coastal town, and hurricanes will come by in hurricane season. Okay. Um, I don't like to say hurricane. I hate when people say that. Hurricane. hurricane? You never heard that? Hurricane? Hurricane. Yeah. Hurricane. I know. People say hurricane. That's all I'm saying. All right. Um, hurricanes will come by. So uh, this is a tornado. I don't want to talk about hurricanes. A tornado was coming somewhere near us, and it was windy as mess. And so me and my cousin were jumping on the trampoline. 
uh, at my grandma's house, and we had boogie boards with us. Yeah. And what we would do is we would jump up and hold the boogie board flat out so the wind would catch the boogie board, and we would jump as high as I could, and the wind would push us off the trampoline. So you'd bounce up in the middle of the trampoline, and the wind was so hard it would knock you over the edge. And this was with no nets, obviously. Yeah, yeah, no nets. No nets and no springs. No, no, no mats. padding. I remember when we got our padding one, and it was like a big deal. Um, but that night, uh, the tornado came through. Uh, no one got hurt. No big deal. And we go outside, and we notice that our trampoline is gone. And we're like, oh, man, someone stole our trampoline. <laughs> Who would stole a trampoline? St- uh, we, had a, we had a golden retriever named Misty who we had for all of two days because someone saw her in our backyard and came and took her. Someone stole your dog? Just like a puppy. Someone, someone stole a dog. Someone's just like, oh, that's a cute puppy, and now it's mine. Um, wow. She was beautiful. Anyway, so we thought we thought someone stole it, and then we uh, looked across the street to our across-the-street neighbor, and in their front yard was a trampoline whose legs were bowed <laughs> like up, and the tornado had picked the trampoline up, carried it over our house, and just dropped it into the neighbor's front yard. Huh. Um, so we went through a few of those things. Uh, you were talking about wrestling earlier, WWF stuff? Yeah. Uh, we had a backyard wrestling league with belts and and you like had the plastic belt and all that kind of stuff. Well, we made a belt out of. Uh, or you guys actually wrestled and everything. We so we we wrestled, um, and you couldn't pin anyone and you couldn't punch anyone, uh, but the way you won was by knocking someone off the trampoline. Okay. And we I had, it's like a Royal Rumble type. Exactly thing. Royal Rumble rules. Um, I need to find the videos because I videoed them and it was not like a it was we were you know young enough to think it was real and so it wasn't staged it was. So today it's you versus you, and I I, I was Mister America. That was my my thing. <laughs> Mister America. Uh-huh. I had a, like a red shirt and blue sweatpants and like a white bandana or something. Okay. Um, there was a kid my neighbor named Marcus who was always Gold Dust, which I mean like Gold Dust. <laughs> I said, "Come on, man." <laughs> Dusty Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Wow. Um, that was like. Uh, but we like it was hardcore, and you lost when you fell off, like when your feet touched the ground. Okay. So I mean, full on Royal Rumble rules. Uh, for a long time, we played uh, dodgeball. We had a game that we made up called Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that it was, I tried to play it as an adult, and it is not fun because you're too large. Like you have to be a small person to make it work. But essentially, it's just um, you can't touch me, and the the pad is base. Okay. Or the edge of trampoline. Home is base. base. Yeah. So you you run as much as you could. It was about being as daring as you could without getting tagged. And if the person tagged you, then you were you know then you switched, and that person. Had to be on their hands and knees. They like couldn't stand up in the center there. Makes sense. Uh, and that was a game that we played for. I mean, honestly, up to eighth grade. So trampoline for eight years was like one of your favorite toys. Easily. Easily. I want one so bad. All right, I found an article or a list that had favorite toys by the decades. All right. And so in the eighties, which I was born in eighty one. I was feel, born in eighty five. I'm feeling old. So um. You're only four years older than me. Yeah. That's not a big deal. <laughs> it sounds it sounds weirder when you say our ages now. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I'm still under thirty, so it sounds. Yeah, like I'm the, thirty-two. I'll be thirty-three this year. Yeah, the space sounds worse than it really space is. Is all I'm saying. Worse. Yeah. All right. So in the '80s, I won't name all of these, but some of the ones that I um, was talking about earlier with Brian. Um, let's see, Teddy Ruxpin. Mm-hmm. I had one of those. Um, you guys will hear more about that later. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think they came out in like in the late eighties, right? I was all I don't know, but I was all about them. I love Teenage Mutant. Yeah, Ninja. You remember the van? That they yeah. Oh, I, yeah. You remember the van? Mm-hmm. And like that side door would come Swing out. out. Yeah, and it, I think it shot pieces or something. Uh, right? Probably. I don't. Yeah, I think like it had missiles or something. or something like that. Oh, it shot pizzas. You're right. Yeah. So it did. I think it was awesome. I uh, wish I could find one. Of this those. isn't as cool, but I was all about the Care Bears. 
all Bears. about the Care Bears, man. I can't tell you anything about Care Bears. Holy crap. I don't remember that. DuckTales. Yeah. DuckTales was... That's crazy. later, though, right? Was that 90s? Yeah. That felt like it was 80s. I know Care Bears. I learned to tell time by Care Bears. What? Yeah. Because, like... <laughs> so, maybe, maybe you do this with your kids now, but, like, when we go... Like, we're on a car trip, and it's like, how long is it going to be? And my parents would say, it's going to be four Care Bears. And so I would know that it was going to be four... It'd be two hours. Oh, by the time of the show yeah. kind of deal. Because I right. knew the show so well that, like, I, I comprehended the time was passing by by how long a Care Bears show was. I wouldn't know time by TV shows as well. Yeah. I remember that Thundercats came on at 4.30 every day. And I would know, okay, it's 4.30. When that came on, my mom was going to be here by the end of Thundercats. Yeah. To pick me up from uh, preschool. I'll tell you, this is something that's totally unique to maybe like Jacksonville and the, the Brunswick area. Yeah. Was uh, Safari Sam. He was the, he was a guy on like the Fox, the local Fox channel um, from Jacksonville, Florida. And he would he'd set up like the kids' show stuff. So Saturday morning, and Robin got home from school. Yeah. And so he would set up uh, like Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, and he was a big deal. Let's see if you remember any of these things from the 90s. Well, yeah, go back to that. I'm all about those things. Well, no, like, those. all right. Beanie so these Babies. 90s? We knew Beanie Babies. 100%. Tickle Me Elmo? I mean, I remember when it was a big deal. I was too old for it. I had a Tickle Me Elmo. Um, Pogs. You said you had Pogs, right? I was, yeah, I was all about Pogs. I had like a. Pog kit. I had a uh, like a Casey carry around. I had that. a custom Pog mat that like was. I, How did that work? You had the Pog and you had like a slammer or something, right? Mm-hmm. You would slam that down. I don't. You'd even have slammers know. and you had they're like torpedo ones. They're regular ones. They're like buzz saws, and you would you would stack them all up face up. These little cardboard circles, and then you'd slam it. You'd throw your thing down, and all the ones that were, you I don't remember what it was, but all the ones that were face up, you kept, and all the ones that were face down. You lost. You put back in the. That's totally a game of chance, though. There's like no skill in that. Yeah, it kind of it got <laughs> it got crazy because it was like it used to be the slammers were just round metal disc, and then it was like a 14 pound torpedo that you would drop and like it would just explode stuff. And we played for keeps though, like when I played. So yeah, I mean you have like a lot of heartbroken kids. Yeah, yeah, you would you would win. It's a big deal. <laughs> um, I remember completely though. All right, so we'll go through these quick. Furby's what you had. Mm-hmm. Tamagotchi. Had those. Never had one of these. Um, so out of this, let's see, six that we've mentioned so far, Beanie Babies, Tickle Me Elmo, Pogs, Furby, Tamagotchis, and Super Soaker. Yep. How many of those did you have? I all, had two out of six. All but Tickle Me Elmo. I had a Tickle Me Elmo and a Super, super Soaker. I had super, yeah, all those. All right. Next column, Power Rangers. 100%. Yep, had that. Buzz Lightyear. Yep. I don't think I had a Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. That came out when I was in high school. Toy Story did. Yeah, I had a Buzz Lightyear and a Woody. Like, toy. Like I remember a, wanting one, but I didn't have any. Yeah. Um, Cush Balls. Yep. Polly Pocket. Well, my uh, Mighty Max. All right, you at least gave me a the boy version. Variant. You know what I'm okay, talking about, right? You gave me a variant. He put the hats on and he give him different powers. Whoever had the hat on would change the way it looked. What was the name of it? Mighty Max. I don't remember that. Because I made my own version called Brian the Brave. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Mighty Max? No. He had a his like mentor was an owl. And he was called a fowl, and so people would call him a bird, and he'd be like, I'm not a bird, I'm a fowl. Um, and was he related to Skate Man? No. He was just a superhero, um, and he it just he had this hat, and the hat gave you power, and whoever wore the hat, it, it changed to whatever you were. So like when he had it on, it was a baseball hat. When other bad guys would take it on, it would do different stuff. Yeah. Mighty Max? Yeah, that's it. So they're, they're, uh, it was essentially a poly pocket for boys, just little boxes, and you open it up, and there's just tiny little super tiny action figures inside it. Gotcha. That you could play with. You remember Zip Zoolander? Oh, wait. Zip Zoolander? 
that was the name of the show. The name of the show was like. Um, Are you talking about Zubily Zoo? No, Zubily Zoo. That's great. <laughs> I too remember Zubily Zoo. <laughs> no, uh, Zubily Zoo, Magical Wonders Are Waiting for You. Yeah, that um, was that was like the lazy day in uh, gym class. Maybe they put yeah. Zubily Zoo. Botsmaster. No. Oh, Botsmaster was great. I'll have to show you this intro later. Yeah. That show was great. There's all these, um, this guy, his name was ZZ, Zip Zoolander. Yeah. But he created all these, um, whatchamacallit, all these uh, AI, whatchamacallits. All right, so Koosh Balls, just Polly yeah. Pocket, you said he had the Max Mighties or whatever. Yeah, Mighty Max. Mighty Max. I got nothing. Slammer Whammers. I don't know what that is. Is that part of the Pogs? Is that the Slammer part of the Pogs? Who knows? Tell us how they, tell me you weren't in the Teletubbies. I was too old. All right, good. By the time those were like a deal. I feel like I was too old for, uh, Tickle Me Elmo, too. And what a difference a decade makes. Because you get to the 2000s, you got things like Hokey Pokey Elmo, Elmo Tickle Hands. Mm. And then you get to the electronics. iPods. Um, I'll skip some of these. Baby Alive, Transformer, Bratz Dolls. Gaming Systems. Wii, PSP, PS3, Xbox 360. Animatronic Toys. Robo Sapien, Robo Raptor. Kid Computers. I remember those, yeah. And then Sleepy Time Care Bears, which I'm guessing Brian had as well. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> Tenderheart. I was all about Tenderheart. Yeah, Slammer Whammers are just slam. Slammers. Just regular old slammers. Gotcha. I don't know what that is. Just the things you threw down when you played Pog. Gotcha. That's all it is. All right. We're already at 45 minutes. I think we should play a Strong Bad email. What do you think? All right. <laughs> Let me look it up. Give me one. You can't do it on your iPad. No, on YouTube. Oh, okay, yeah. Which one are you thinking? Uh, I want to play Montage, man. We talked about that one. We did talk about it, and that one's definitely my favorite. That is, I went home and watched that did one. Did you watch it? Yeah, and I remember it, and I had the song in my head like for two or three days. The problem work. with Strong Bad stuff is that like, um, it's so uh, it's so insider yeah. that there's some of the best ones you could never do. Like Grape Nuts Robot, yeah. or uh, like the Stool Noise. Like there's there's episodes that you can't. Do you know what I'm saying? That you'd have to be like. You'd have to be into it to make it worth it. All right. And next week I got our topic. This What's is that? something that we got to talk about. We talked about a little bit um, over at our friend Jason's house on Friday. Graphic novels. Oh okay. Graphic novels. We got to talk about our favorite graphic novels. So I have a bunch for you guys. Things that you should be reading, and if you haven't read them yet, you need to go out and get them pronto ASAP. So, all right. Do you it's, have montage? Just still loading. Oh, ad. ad. Turn down the volume for the ad. We're going to skip no the ad in three, two, one. Skip ad. Here's the montage. You're welcome, people. You can hear Tonight on Strong Bad Email, comedian Coach Z, actress Marzipan, <laughs> and some guy from a zoo. Dear Strong Bad, why don't you create a montage? <laughs> Steve, Surf City, no job. <laughs> oh. Why don't you create an alternate reality where you don't have to spell correctly? And I talk like this. <laughs> and your name is Watered Down. That's so favorite part. <laughs> Montage, eh? Watered Down. What's like about watered? whatever? Okay. I'll make a montage about me. And a wagon. Full of pancakes. <laughs> This is probably or maybe a montage of me falling in love with the wagon full of pancakes. That's all it is. Let's make this moment be the symbol of our lives. We'll pawn your dad's computer and we'll sell to paradise.
Cheers. You're a girl, or maybe a wagon filled up with pancakes. Or maybe a montage of the wagon full of pancakes and the cheat being down on their luck door to door salesman. <laughs> you can't do it, so give up now. What you gonna do when your dough runs out? Oh, that's amazing. Ain't that a drag? No, I got it. A montage of the wagon full of pancakes training for the championship. <laughs> a wagon full of pancakes? Yeah. In the championship? I'd like to see it twice. I can blow it up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one, this is what I'm saying, this is the least suitable for audio. Guns, yeah, I was going to say, we could describe for you guys what's happening, but. Just go watch it. search for is strong bad emails montage and you're welcome because it's really funny and like brian said he's strumming right now and i can't focus but um <laughs> he's gonna keep going all right but like brian said a lot of the visuals are lost in audio and everything so but yeah so we got a cool announcement we're gonna let you guys know we'll probably um work on a little bit more in the following week so we'll probably announce it what next week i don't know we'll see depends if it's ready all right, and we're going to create a Twitter feed for you guys. So hopefully by the time this is live, you guys will be able to um, go and follow us on Twitter and maybe Instagram. You can see our show shenanigans and why it took two hours before we were able to record tonight. So that being said... Did you take pictures of all that? No. Oh, well, We did have pictures, but we deleted them. Oh, so, yeah. because there's no way that it's possible to see what we did. <laughs> we can get some quick shots here and everything like that. So, all right, guys. Adios. Have a good week. Nice. Well done. I should stop talking right now because you ended on a good note. Yeah, I, I tried to end it. Uh, all right, bye. <laughs>